Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our 20s podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Thursday. Did you like my countdown? I really did. I kind of felt like I was on set. I felt like I, we needed that. Yeah. Mm, a little a little switching over to yeah, yeah. professional life. Right. A countdown felt correct to get into our characters. Yeah, it's our characters of ourselves. <laughs> I <laughs> miss you, bud. I miss you, Jill. I really it's, miss you. I really do, too. I've been thinking about that more. Uh, to be honest, I think to an extent, I was kind of like, numbing the pain and just like avoiding thinking about our friendship to an extent <laughs> <laughs> did not feel it but um now I've been thinking about it more and feeling it so I miss you as well <laughs> I saw like a, a meme on Instagram the other day and it was like getting older is like having five best friends in like all different cities but like still being like completely in love with each other yes oh it's so weird. I I keep thinking too. I'm like, I wonder how much more is going to change. But I know leading into that, I really just can't wait to have more like really special moments. Like I'm, I'm just craving them more than I ever have. Me too. I can't wait to go to Paraguay for a bachelorette party. Surprise. Everybody's friend is getting married. Surprise. I had no idea. Oops. I guess it's spoiled. Spoiler. I'm just kidding. Brenda's not getting married right now, but in the future. In the future. And we're going to go to Paraguay to celebrate. <laughs> yes. It's going to be so great. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was on, I was actually telling Chris about that the other day because he. About your bachelorette party? Well, in, in turn that, yes. But I was telling him, I'm like, I want you to go so badly. Cause I was reflecting on my parents being in Paraguay. I'm like, oh, I wish I was there. And then I was like, I wish you were there. I wish all my friends were there. I wish we were all there <laughs> together, but we will be one day. Yeah. I feel like we should like start the trip with like just girls, like yeah. bachelorette vibes for like, like a long weekend. And then Chris can come. And yeah. like meet us and we can have like a day with Chris and then the girls can leave and you and Chris can have like a little vacation. Love. It would be so special. Definitely right. like you might even want more than a weekend for your own sake for the fact of. Right. Well, like a week and a weekend, like a whole thing. And then like yeah. just go sure. and then Chris will come and then we could do everyone time and then girls can leave and you can have a couple time. Wow, man, I hope whatever uh, my career future looks like we have the flexibility, but maybe we'll just be like full time. Um remote remote podcasting queens by then (laughs) no I'm so excited I can't wait but yeah I really do it is interesting to think like you know as you get older people like spread out and do their own things and have their own lives and jobs and place things take people places but I just can't wait to have like quality time together and I miss that no me too I was just thinking about like my my birthday and whatnot too just because Obviously, it's coming up in ish. Um, yeah, was- Aquarius season starts on Wednesday, aka day before this comes out. Happy hey, Aquarius season! Happy Aquarius season! What's it gonna bring us, baby? Gonna bring. Um, but I don't know. I was just thinking in general because obviously I'm a little extra when it comes to events. But I just hope that I don't know. I just hope so much for 2022, and I feel like it started off on such an interesting note with like the rise of. COVID and all all of that stuff so I feel like I just keep reflecting maybe too much on like how 
we can just make the most, not even 2022, but just like life in general. I'm like, how can we lean into more like special moments while still being careful? Mm-hmm. Like valuing people's health, but alas. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking of a, of a brunch of sorts. Cute. Yeah. Of that sounds lovely. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Uh, maybe it's just a few of you. Yeah, so we shall see. But anyways. I wish I could be there. You know, me too. You have to FaceTime me. I should like make my own brunch here and then you can sit me on FaceTime and I'll oh, be at the brunch. Wait, can I do that? Of course. Of I course. really want to be there. Of course. Literally 100%. I don't know the date yet. I'm going to make my own brunch. I'll make a mimosa. I'll sit here and be with you guys. I would literally love that. I love that for us. Okay. Anyway, it's time for... Pride and Pickup! Pride. My pride this week. I was really high pitch and there's like so many people in my living room. <laughs> They're probably like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, my pride this week is I feel like I've been uh, forcing myself and I'm forcing. I've been, I guess, motivating myself to do more of the things that like I said I would do and mm-hmm. then just like, either let slip or um, I don't know, make it, ex- which is weird because I feel like I don't make excuses for a lot of things, but almost like those things that feel hard, like I don't freaking know, like m- making more content or um, like just writing down my freaking thoughts that I think will impact other people. Like just some of the things that I know I'm good at and value and are important to me and would give me a level of forward momentum just in kind of owning my skill, yeah. but that just like are like hard to do. So I feel like I've been making more time for that, which is good. Love. And I love that. Um, and then my pickle, my pickle is that I really love working from home and I want to do it all the time. Mm, I love that for you. Yeah, me too. Because I feel like any time that I've worked from home recently has been due to some sort of COVID exposure or whatever. And as a result, like I can't really go anywhere or like, which again, obviously you're working from home, but I feel like I, if it were like more of my day to day, like I would probably like. I don't know. I could probably like work in a coffee shop or like go for a walk more around here or like, right. I don't know, things like that. Yeah, so you could get into more of a routine, like have a nice lunch for yourself and yes. for a walk and make it yeah. all cozy. Exactly. But that's okay. So we'll see where the future leads us. Um, love. What about you? My pride this week is kind of similar to yours in that I have been very, very diligent about my routines mm-hmm. and sticking to them a hundred percent during the week. I don't really stick to it as much on the weekend, but five days a week, I like promised myself I was going to stick to like these few things. And I have been doing that and I haven't missed a day. And like, it makes such a fucking difference. It makes, it such, makes difference. such a fucking difference. And it's so easy to like convince yourself that it doesn't because like we're like lazy or tired or like don't want to do things, but it really makes such a difference. And I just feel, I like, I can feel it in my entire body like how much of a difference it makes so I'm really proud for holding myself accountable to that because no one's gonna do it but you um and like when you see the results it's totally worth it it really makes difference and then on the days where like I don't want to do it you you're like but I know I'll feel better and then you do yes no for sure and I I'm so glad that you mentioned that because I think sometimes if if I ever talk about like routines or level of rigidity and I'm not saying that there's like not room for flow but I think that not everybody understands like the I don't know if it's like the point of the purpose I feel like you have to experience it to know 
what it is where it's not like, no, you're not doing it because you have to, or because you're a piece of shit. If you don't, it's like, no, like showing yourself that you are the type of person that honors your word, even if it means waking up at the same time for a week straight or whether it means going for a 10 minute walk. Like it's like even the littlest of things, it builds up a level of confidence that is honestly incomparable, whether, whether big or small. So I like always, always recommend that to people. And sometimes people are like, yeah, but like, don't you want more more flow or like more flexibility. And I'm like, yes, of course, but there's room for both. Right. Sometimes having a little bit of structure creates a lot more room for flexibility and flow. And that's how I feel currently that like having the little bit of structure that I have put into place, it has given me so much freedom because for people, this might be affecting more people nowadays, like for people that are working at home. But like, for me, like I, on most days, if I'm not on set, on most days, I'm making my own schedule. Like, there's no one giving me a schedule. If I'm on set, yeah, of course, I have to be there when I have to be there. But, like, if I'm doing work from home, like, auditions, blah, blah, like, I'm usually on my own schedule. So, I, like, sometimes, like, in the past, I'd be like, oh, well, maybe I'll just, like, wake up a little later and then, like, continue working a little later into the night. Like, instead of being, like, wake up and get going, I'll be like, oh, well, I can sleep till, like, nine and then I could just work till, like, nine. Like, or, you know, instead of, like, having a real kind of structure of like a work day time. And I've been holding myself accountable to wake up at eight o'clock, like every single day. It doesn't matter. Like if my first appointment isn't till three o'clock, like wake up at eight o'clock, do my little morning routine. And then by dinner time, whatever time that kind of changes a little bit based on like auditions and appointments and meetings and stuff. But like by dinner time, once I'm cooking dinner after that, like is wind down time and like giving myself that structure has allowed me so much more freedom to like have that wind down time at night and like get my shit done productively during the day. So like, yeah, totally echoing what you're saying that a little bit of structure can provide a lot of freedom. And just to say today, which is Monday, the 17th is a full moon in cancer. And this full moon is all about like, uh, reflecting on routines and mm-hmm. isn't that interesting and about how like how to be good to yourself yeah like 24 hours of every day and it's oh, a love really good moon to like reflect on like what routines are serving you what routines are not serving you oh, and how I- they're, like helping you or not Damn, the stars do it again, baby. The stars always know. The stars are constantly doing it. They literally always know. And this morning I was feeling like very stressed Mm. um, just because I had a lot to get done today before our recording. So I woke up feeling like quite stressed. Um, Mm. And and then I was like listening to like my podcast while I was doing my hair this morning. Um, Chani, you know, my favorite astrologer. And she... I forget what the exact thing that's going on in the sky is, but that because of the placement of the full moon, that today is quite like an emotional day and you'll feel your emotions at like a higher level today. And I was like, ah, I'm not crazy for being so stressed. It's the stars. Yeah. Oh man. I got, I want to listen to more stuff like that. I feel like it's probably, oh, Muffin has my underwear. Uh, uh, anyway, (laughs) I I know I really wasn't looking at where did she get that (laughs) like really um that yeah I just feel like it would be like very like like calming like I feel like a lot of the stuff I listen to is very it is stimulating in a good way but also not that astrology isn't stimulating but I feel like it also like 
I don't know, adds a layer of like explanation to it. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. You know? Yeah. Um, so definitely. You but just have to, you can't be um, like, what's the word? Extreme about it. Like if like, yeah. it's like, oh, this is a hard placement or this is like a difficult placement of something of like where something planet is. You can't be like, oh my God, everything's going to go terribly. It's just like, yeah. okay, no, like some challenges may come up, but I'm prepared to face them. Like right. I know that they're, that like Monday might be a day of challenges. So mm-hmm. I'm prepared for that. It's not yeah. like, oh, everything's going to go fucking wrong on Monday because everything's going good today. I just am feeling a little heightened. And, but I know that I, I, it's not me being crazy. I know that that is like the plan. And it's like, all right, I'm, I can deal. Yeah, no, for sure. Always comes back to expectations, man. Always. Mm-hmm. It is very good for like helping manage expectations. Yeah. But you just can't be too extreme about it. Like if there's like a good placement going on, you can't be like, all of my dreams are going to come true today. Like, no, that's not what's going to happen. It's just that there is opportunity for like positivity to like flow a little more freely or whatever. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. So that's your astrology update for the day. Um, my muffin's being so cute. Oh, she's digging. Oh, where's she going? She's so cute. And my pickle is, my pickle is that, okay, here's a lesson that I have yet to learn and I need to, I feel like I learn it every day. And this is like a real like adulting quotes lesson is that like the annoying tasks that Mm -hmm. one has to do. And as a, as an adult, like, let's say like, you know, like having to like call to like cancel an appointment or like to fix like, like my insurance for my renter's insurance, my um, other card got like, like, um, not stolen, but like, you know, like a charge on your, my card that wasn't mine. So I had to cancel that card and get a new card. So I had to like change all of my subscriptions that were linked to that card. So fucking annoying. Um, but like, like those kind of annoying tasks that you have to do as an adult, Mm -hmm. like don't stop. I push them off until the actual possible last second that they can get done. Yes. And, um, you know, I feel like a, a, a better adult version of me would just do them right away instead of like, l- like lingering on them and thinking about them for days and being like stressed that I have to do it for days. Just like nip it in the butt right away. It's never actually as bad as you like hype it up to be in your mind. I was like, yeah. I don't want to call the renters and stars. It's going to be so annoying. It took five minutes. The girl was very nice and stuck like yes but I pushed it off for a week a whole week I pushed it off yeah and I think it's because it just seems so tedious like you like assume oh you don't know what's gonna come of it um I think also I don't know about you but I definitely have like um this idea that people that are like in customer service like rude and I like almost don't want to deal with it oh yeah I always expect the the worst (laughs) but it it doesn't have to be that way no it really doesn't like not everybody is a piece of crap (laughs) not everyone no and we really appreciate the customer service people what would we do without them no, for real, especially God. those that are so freaking positive. Like, I what know, a blessing. Yeah. And they're like, how you doing, darling? And I'm like, oh my God, I'm good. Now I'm good. But yeah, I don't know why. I think a lot of us do that. Like push off the little tasks forever because they just, and, but it would, I think, I think a lesson that I need to learn is that it's just easier if you just get it done instead of thinking about it for five days. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. So that's the prize and the picks. Um, on Monday, we had an incredible episode with Tina. I'm going to say her last name wrong. 
Oh, that's okay. Van Steenbergen. Van Steenbergen. For some reason, I want to put that the um, like accent on different a different place in her name. Yeah. Uh, but she was so great. How did you feel about the episode, Bud? Oh, it was so great. It was like, it was what I expected to be in a very like good way. Like I just knew we'd connect with her so well. And um, I think it was just really cool for me to see, like I was so impacted when I saw her speaking live. Mm. I just really felt like she has such a, a really powerful ability to be a great, and obviously she didn't do like a speaking thing for us. We had a conversation. But um, I really just admire the way that she is like a storyteller and how mm-hmm. authentically she tells her own story when mm-hmm. she does. Um, and her ability to just, I think I just see a lot of the beautiful pieces of her within myself that I really admire. Um, and I just love the way she's able to make people connect. Like, I think there's something like very clearly there are a lot of divisions in our world and I just love the way she's able to take people who might not have a relationship and like right before your eyes see connections being strengthened through vulnerability Mm. um and I don't know I just I was really I just loved everything that she had to share I love her I love her vibe like I love that she's like like silly and like I don't know she's just she's cool like to me she's like um she describes that she like had like a lot of guy friends growing up and whatnot and she does have that energy of like one of the guys in a in like a fun way yeah um so I can just like understand why she like gets along with all that stuff so so well but she just brought up so many points that I'm sure we could talk about forever Mm -hmm. um but what like particularly if something stood out to you from her episode like what would you say like stuck with you I think, uh, well, there's a a few things, but I think something like, well, there were two things that really stuck out to me. Number one was we talked about how often women say sorry. Mm. And I do it all the time. Like I say sorry all the time. And not that I feel, you know, that I did something wrong, Mm. but like, it's just kind of ingrained in us. I feel like to just like apologize. And like, it's something that I would really love to rephrase and she yeah. gave the example of how to rephrase it like in an email instead of saying like sorry for the wait being like I appreciate you what did she say it was like uh I appreciate your patience patience yeah and I it's like those little things I really would love to start incorporating because even though I don't actually feel sorry most of the time that I'm saying sorry I think it does do a subconscious thing of like belittling yourself or not showing up in your like full power or confidence. Like, I think for me, it's less conscious and more subconscious. Um, But I would love to start like shifting that within myself um, because like, I don't need to, unless I really need to apologize for something, like I don't need to apologize for something. No, it's so true. And and I know for a fact that I do it too. Like, it's funny because I definitely feel like I've um, cultivated a, a better level of it all which kind of also goes to show how not behind I was but how much this comes up for me like I will say that although I do feel significantly more unapologetic about a lot you of are. bigger you beliefs are. and like things like that I still a hundred percent am the one to say sorry like she used an example that I was like whoa um where she said that like for her husband, like he couldn't find his keys and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then she's like, wait, what am I talking about? Like, it's not my job to know where it is. Right. <laughs> like, I can simultaneously like 
be like, oh, dang, that's so inconvenient. Like, maybe I'll help you look for it. Or, oh, that stinks. Like, uh, like I literally want to, every time I'm speaking right now, right. I want to be sorry. Um, Me too. I, I, I did it like, like so many times. Yeah. And so I'm like, damn. Um, but I think it comes up. I let, I guess a good thing to reflect on could be like, what, where are areas of our lives that we probably need the most improvement when it comes to mm. that? And I think for me, it genuinely might be in the little day-to-day encounters. Like I think for a lot of the big things, I'm a lot more open and honest about where I'm at, yep. but in the little, um, like day-to-day things that ultimately add up. I absolutely use words like just in an email. Yeah. I absolutely say, I apologize for the inconvenience when like, I actually like, like, I don't think I'm actually sorry. I think I just feel like I'm supposed to be. Right. Right. Uh, exactly. It's just like kind of ingrained in us, mm-hmm. even though that's not actually like what we need to be expressing at the moment. Like how can we better express our feelings accurately right? Instead of lying to ourselves and to others, like, honestly, uh, we're not obviously purposefully lying, but like, we can be better at expressing our true feelings, both to ourselves and to others. But I like what you said about the little thing. And I think it kind of goes both with our, both of our prides for this week of something that I'm learning is it really is like those little daily things that make the difference rather than like, a major thing. And I was listening to um, an episode of Brene Brown's podcast where she had on the author of Atomic Habits, which I know you love. Mm -hmm. And he was talking, you know, this is like a big theme in that book about that the compound interest of like doing little tiny things every day. And he gave the example of like, you know, if you eat takeout, if you eat um, fast food one day, which we all know, like, delicious, but not the best for you. Um, If you eat fast food every day, like if you eat it one day, it's not really going to make a big difference. Like, or if you eat a salad one day or something healthy, like whatever that might be, like, it's not really going to make a big difference. Like you're not going to see that on your body, like that one meal, whether it's the healthy meal or the unhealthy meal. But if you eat an unhealthy meal every single day, for 20 years, like your body is going to reflect that you might have high blood pressure. Like you might have high cholesterol, you might, you know, whatever can be, but so how like things compound over time. And those are really the things that like help our long-term mental health. Like that was for physical health about what we fuel our bodies with, but it goes the same for our long-term mental health, the little things that you do every day, you know, you might not notice it. If I meditate today, I I might not be like an amazing, better version of myself tomorrow, but meditating for 10 minutes every day for 10 years is going to make me a way better version of myself. Totally. Yeah. No. And he, he's so freaking smart. Like I think he, he just like landed in such an impactful like area of all of these like themes that we talk about when it comes to habit stacking and, and building new habits and all that stuff. Because I think that everybody is to an extent looking for like answers in which ways they can accomplish specific goals. Mm -hmm. And so much of them come back to the way that you implement certain habits. And I love, he uses this analogy about like, um, 
in terms of short-term versus Mm long-term, like this idea of looking at things from a lens of like winning the game versus like continuing to play the game um, in terms of like sustainability and whatnot. And that often like when we focus too much on extremes or, you know, don't like prime our environments in a way that make our brains want to like approach it with ease, um, that it just like ultimately makes us work against ourselves. So I just think he paints this like very tedious, um, this very tedious notion of like long lasting behavior change. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he just paints it in such a like tangible way yeah. where it feels possible. And it doesn't feel so far-fetched because I think a lot of people get stuck in ruts of like, okay, maybe these people can do it, but what if I can't, or what if I can't do it in this area? And I know that that's something that I've definitely come up against where I'm like, okay, maybe it's just not for me. And although that yeah. sucks to believe or fall into, like, I just think he really him and something that like Dr. Caroline Leaf, who we had on the show really made it um, in different ways, touch on like anybody can change anything. Dr. Caroline Leaf talks about changing your brain. And then uh, James Clear, the author of Atomic Habits talks so much about how you can actually build those skills and build the habits around you to stack them so that they actually benefit you. And it's not this like, yeah. you know, like mountain <laughs> to you. But it's hard to do because one, like you said, like you're not always going to see a positive effect from it right away. Like me just not saying sorry today might not help my confidence, but me not saying sorry when I don't mean it over time really might. And it's also hard because one, you don't get to see it right away, but also two, and I had said this in the episode is like, we're in a culture where everything is so show, 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 like, what do you have to show for what you're doing? Um, on Instagram, on social media, like with your money, with what, like what the way you go out with your friends, like what do you have to show for what you do? That's like the base of our culture, unfortunately right now. And doing like little habits every day, like no one's going to fucking see that but you. Yeah. And that kind of sucks. Like that kind of sucks when you're, when we're, when we've been so programmed lately to just do things that then you could go and show the world. Mm. But for our own self to be a better version of ourselves in the future for a long time, those little things are so huge, but it's hard to want to do them when you're like, I'm working really fucking hard and no one can see it because it is hard work. Oh, absolutely. And we obviously look for results in a lot of ways. And it's, it's funny because a big piece of like some of the most successful people on this planet, like a lot of them talk about like sometimes, and it's not to say that you shouldn't find joy and fulfillment in any process and shouldn't create that in your life. But sometimes when it comes to these like big goals that you set, like a lot of your success comes along with the monotony of it with the maybe what might feel like boredom. And the thing is we obviously crave novelty. Our brains crave novelty. They crave variety, which is why we often aren't consistent with things is because we almost feel like doing the same thing, um, over and over again, like, isn't the answer, right? Like, um, I don't know, like, it's almost like as if we want to try something different to see if something will work better or faster or differently or get us the result faster. Mm -hmm. When in reality, like so much of it is about doing those things. Of course, find joy, seek joy in any capacity that you can. But like, sometimes it might be like for you, Ju, like maybe some boring pitch emails. Like it's probably like not the most fun part of your job, but very likely will be a big, is a big stepping stone of what's going to get people to know your name, you know? Um, 
So it's just interesting because it's like little things like that that you're like, oh, but this doesn't feel like forward momentum, but it is because of exactly what you said, that compound interest. Yeah. And it, yeah. And it, it can be frustrating. I think that this is something you've gotten really good at, Brenda. So I'm curious, like, how have you shifted your mindset of, you know, not looking for the instant gratification? How have you, how have you learned to appreciate the process of the long game? Yeah, I think it was definitely very hard for me because I am a very results-oriented type of person. And if anybody craves variety, which I didn't really know about myself too much, but I definitely crave variety, you know? So in a lot of ways, I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to get bored of this. I don't want to get bored of that. But I think I had to come to terms with the idea that I felt like in in terms of fitness and health that I had tried everything under the sun and it wasn't working. And if I was going to continue going down that rabbit hole, then I would just end up in the same space. And I had to be really honest with myself about that. And then I think once I realized in order to get a different result, I had to respond differently. I had to act differently. I had to behave differently. And I had to analyze what that was. And unfortunately, the really unsexy answer, like anybody that's looking for any goal would love to take the fast route. Mm. I've never had like a visible line in my stomach for as long as I can remember, not even as a freaking toddler. And for me to say like, oh, you know, it'd be cool to have some definitions in my stomach when I've always felt like a lot of shame around that. Not that that's my ultimate goal because it's not, Um, but like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, obviously that's not something that's, overnight by any capacity, but I realized and had to come to terms with myself that my version of responding differently is doing little steps every day and that everything counts, not in a way that's to feel overwhelming, but in a way that is like all encompassing. Like for me, I'm like, okay, if I can get X amount of ounces of water in, that's so freaking good for my, my body. It's not just for a month's spurt. It's not just for a week, two weeks. It's always, Mm. and I'm not a piece of shit if I don't do it, but it makes such a big difference. If I can get some steps in during the day, because I'm sitting at a desk on my booty all day, that's going to be amazing. And I think that's something that, although my relationship to just like, like what I'm consuming or whatever, when it comes to like food and whatnot, like shifts depending on the day. Um, but when it comes to fitness, I'm so impressed with the way that I've navigated consistency when it comes to fitness. Like I have not, um, gotten into extremes. I just feel like I've really, really come to appreciate the long game and that it's just like a little bit at a time. And I've gotten significantly stronger and significantly like better endurance and stamina for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I can think of like for myself, you know, something I'm working on, which everyone knows is like my self-talk and like the way I speak to myself is not something I can show the world and is not something that anyone that actually has kind of an end goal that is showable, you know, like that's really only just for me but I know that it will impact the other things in my life that maybe down the road are showable. And, you know, not that that should be like the base of why we do things. I don't think that at all. That's just a road to unhappiness, but, you know, just making the little choice every day to like choose a different way to talk to myself, even though it's like hard doing that every day, like it's just going to get easier over time. And that compound interest of making that little choice over day, every day is like the negative self-talk is going to get less or it's going to get easier to get over. 
you know, mm-hmm. and it's not showable. Like no one is going to get to see that I'm doing that. Literally yeah. no one. There's no way like to post about that or anything, but it's going to make, you know, it, it does make a difference. It does. And I think it just shows on, on like people's energy a lot. Like I definitely noticed your energy differently. And I don't know that I like yeah. particularly was like, oh, her energy is off. Um, any of the other times we've connected, but I definitely feel your energy just like at a much, um, I don't know, higher vibration, if you think. But wow, maybe it is showable. Maybe it is. No, I, I really think it is. Um, but I really do mean that. And I think it just affects our ability to be present. Like I know for, for myself, if I'm down on myself for whatever reason, yeah. like it's really hard to hide. It's really hard to not let it impact the way that you like present yourself. Yeah. Um, or yeah. like in a conversation or whatever. Like I feel like people just seem like distracted or weighed down or something. And that can kind of go with anything when it comes to like, you know, consistency or showing up for yourself in a certain way, whether it's like you're saying sorry all the time for things you don't mean, or whether you're, you know, not um, showing up for yourself physically or mentally or whatever it might be like, yeah, it's not like fun and glamorous to post about, but it does show up on you as the way that you show up in the world every day with whoever that might be, you know, it might just be your dog, but like it shows up there. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I just, I'd want to tackle that because I think it, that it's so true and really important and it's hard to, because it's like less tangible, I think it's harder to, you know, want to work at, hmm. but it really does make a difference. Um, there's two other things that really stood out to me with Tina, but I think that they deserve their own episodes. So I think we should leave this one here and circle back to these two topics, but it was such a great episode. Um, the first one was how we can build up other women Mm. and shifting our mindset on that of, you know, shifting our mindset on, on jealousy and envy and, um, that, what's it called? You used the word before, uh, that like, um, victim mentality Mm -hmm. of why her and not me. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that might be an interesting conversation to have with some other women. Um, we're having, we have so many incredible guests coming on and we have black girls texting coming on from their amazing podcast and might be interesting to touch on with them or after that episode, because I think that's an ongoing lesson as well. And then the other thing that we definitely need to have a conversation about is what Tina said at the very, very end of the show um, is breaking up with your friends or, you know, growing past certain relationships. And I think that's something that as we get older, you know, people have to deal with and no one talks about that enough. Yeah, for sure. No, all really great things. I can't wait to touch on them. And if you guys listen to Tina's episode, which hopefully you do after listening to this, or if you haven't already, if something stands out to you that you want us to dive into on a deeper level, let us know, DM us, um, any of the things, because you would love to dive into it. There were so many incredible nuggets of wisdom in Tina's episode. So Uh, Let us know what you think. We would love to hear from you. Please share the show with someone that you love. Now everybody can share links on their story. So if you guys would be willing to share the link to the episode on your story, it would mean the world to us. It would. Thank you guys so much for being with us. We have so many incredible guests coming up these next few weeks. I'm so excited to have these conversations and really get deep into certain topics Like Brenda said, let us know if there's anything you want to hear. Please share the show with your family and your friends. Share it on your story because 
we all want to feel a little bit less alone right bud we sure do we love you guys thank you love you. you guys bye everybody bye everyone thanks for listening to roaring 20s podcast be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe you're never alone our pride sticks together tune in every monday and thursday for new episodes of roaring 20s podcast you get to start your week with us and end your week with us with love brenda and julia thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.